Welcome back to FisherLink, a podcast presented by FisherLink Magazine, where the Fisher College of Business to highlight stories in and around Ohio State that you may not have heard about. I'm Grant Powelson, the Vice President of Podcasts for Fisher Inc. And I'm John Olber. This episode, we will be discussing what it's like to pursue a Master's in Business Administration, or an MBA, for those who may be considering doing so someday. The MBA degree has been around for more than 100 years, and Harvard University was the first school to offer it, starting in 1908. The curriculum covers core business topics, including finance, accounting, marketing, operations, and human resources. Along with these core topics, students are often able to take electives in other subjects, such as healthcare, sustainability, corporate social responsibility, government, business law, and business ethics. The MBA curriculum is intended to prepare graduates to succeed in a variety of business functions, no matter where their careers might take them. The Fisher College of Business offers a full-time MBA program, an MBA for working professionals, and an executive MBA program, along with their specialized master's programs in accounting, finance, human resource management, logistics engineering, business analytics, and operational excellence. The full-time MBA program is generally two years in length. The average incoming class size is 60 to 90 students, with a total enrollment of about 120 to 180. 80% of admittants are ages 24 to 35, with an accumulated four years of work experience on average. The average undergraduate GPA of an admittant is a 3.45, and 80% score about 609 to 730 on the GMAT, or Graduate Management Admission Test with the perfect score being an 800. The GMAT exam measures your mastery of basic arithmetic, algebra, geometry, multi-source data analysis, and grammar, in addition to your ability to analyze and evaluate written material, think critically, and solve problems. The part-time MBA program, or the MBA for working professionals, typically takes around two and a half to three years to complete, has a total enrollment of around 375 to 415 students, with an 80% range for the GMAT of 540 to 690, an average age range of 26 to 42, and about six years of work experience on average. The MBA for working professionals program can be tailored to accommodate the busy schedules of students as classes are conveniently offered on weekday evenings and on the weekends to allow students to balance personal commitments with career advancement goals. The full-time MBA program has an autumn enrollment, whereas the MBA for Working Professionals has autumn and spring enrollment. Additionally, Fisher's Executive MBA program is specifically designed for mid- to senior-level professionals who continue to work full-time while earning their degree and takes about 17 months to complete. What distinguishes Fisher's MBA program from the rest is its experiential nature of learning by doing, in which students are offered the opportunity to apply insights learned in the classroom to on-site, hands-on projects with top organizations located in Columbus and around the world. There is ample opportunity to make an impact through Fisher's global applied projects, business lab projects, core capstone experience, and social impact challenge. Their Global Applied Projects course, or GAP, is a three-credit hour graded elective course that enables students to lead, plan, and execute three-week-long global consulting engagements across multiple functional areas for a wide variety of corporations, not-for-profits, and governments in locations outside of the USA. GAP engagements are actual consulting projects sourced by Fisher College of Business for real clients who expect the same quality of deliverables, adherence to deadlines, positive teamwork, and intense work hours that they would receive from a top consulting firm. 
Gap locations vary based on the projects available for the current year. Past locations include Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, the UK, China, Malaysia, and many more. An example Gap project given by Fisher's website was conducted in Tanzania, working with the Ohio State Global Water Institute to get clean water initiatives to rural areas in the country. Fisher's business lab projects provide students with the working knowledge of best practices in project management. MBA students work in teams to apply the concepts they have learned in class through the execution and presentation of a business project for a local firm. Each full-time MBA student's business lab project includes an off-campus immersion experience where students learn to define and scope problems prior to working on the solution rather than simply focusing on the solution. The Social Impact Challenge allows students to learn about the unique challenges facing nonprofit organizations through the design, execution, and presentation of a socially impactful consulting project with a local nonprofit organization. Second year MBA students will procure a project and present a comprehensive solution with college guidance to help a nonprofit organization. Through this process, students become aware of the importance of social problems to communities and gain confidence that they have the skills to be a positive force to help solve them. The course topics discussed include ethics and social impact, nonprofit organizations, problem identification and definition, problem analysis, strategy development, and implementation planning. The full-time MBA degree requires a minimum of 60 credits to graduate, comprised of 25.5 credit hours for your core classes, such as accounting and marketing, 7.5 hours for experiential courses such as the Global Applied Projects and Business Lab Projects courses we mentioned earlier, and 27 credit hours for personalized elective courses. The MBA for working professionals requires only 48 credit hours to complete. Fisher's MBA program is extremely personalized and uses student assessments to tailor an individualized experience that maximizes growth while addressing your professional needs. Each student has a dedicated support team consisting of a professional development coach, career coach, an academic coach, and a mentor who can provide continuous assessment, feedback, and guidance. Plus, Fisher's Graduate School has a student-to-faculty ratio of 3 to 1, making it very easy to build a relationship with professors, purely in the platonic sense, of course. There are tons of pathways to choose from, such as risk management, sustainability, and entrepreneurship, and even a STEM specialization is now available in Fisher. So basically, Fisher is a great place to pursue an MBA, but that's no surprise there. The question we should be asking, though, is, is it worth it to get an MBA degree in the first place? The yearly tuition of the graduate program for an Ohio resident is about $31,000 a year, and about $56,000 a year for a non-Ohio resident. However, there are a plethora of scholarship opportunities that bring the cost of tuition down significantly. For example, the Fisher Graduate Assistantships program cuts the cost down by 50% and helps a graduate student build upon their professional skills. On average, 75% of full-time MBA students receive some sort of merit-based funding. Every admitted student is automatically reviewed for funding consideration. Candidates who submit applications early are given priority consideration for awards. Even with these opportunities, though, there is still a rather hefty price tag attached. But maybe these numbers will ease some doubts about the MBA. According to the Office of Career Management, average total starting salary plus signing bonus for graduates is $137,000. 90% have full-time job offers within three months of graduation, and 80% have a change in job and or position. 
The average starting salary for MBA grads in the class of 2020 is $20,000 a year more than those with undergraduate business degrees, according to the National Association of Colleges and Employers. But that's not all. Graduates from the top MBA programs often land positions that put them on an accelerated path into leadership. The reason is simple. Employers expect graduates of these programs to have the academic, interpersonal, and leadership skills to solve complex business problems. Although these numbers sound great, it's important to consider your motivation for pursuing a graduate program. If you're looking to hone skills like influence, empathy, and building business strategies to help you make a career pivot, accelerate the pace of your professional development, or to expand and diversify your professional network, then this is a great next step for you. But if you're just doing it for a pay increase or to add something to your resume, it might be worth reconsidering, or at least postponing for a later date. It's also advisable to accumulate a couple of years of hands-on work experience to help you figure out what areas you want to focus on before pursuing this degree. Many employers will offer to pay for part of and even the entirety of the cost to achieve an MBA, primarily because they want their employees to gain new and relevant skills to apply to their jobs, and they also want to retain good talent. This offer often comes with the stipulation that the recipient of the MBA remains with the company for a certain amount of time after its completion, or otherwise repay the tuition if they leave before that agreed upon date. So it's important to consider whether your job is a good long-term fit before pursuing education sponsorship. Some notable companies that pay for MBAs are Apple, Disney, Google, Starbucks, and UPS. But just in case you aren't likely to be hired by one of these large global companies anytime soon, you can research other companies that pay for MBAs by exploring their publicly listed values and benefits, if available, on their website. Or you can even make a case for your current employer to help pay for your MBA, if they don't already offer tuition assistance. Job sectors that are more likely than others to support employee education are higher education, financial services, government, and generally forward-thinking companies. Now, for those who still aren't convinced, we have some short personal testimonies from my parents, who each received an MBA degree. So I started my MBA when I was three years out of undergrad, and the reason why I went for my MBA, uh, actually it was twofold, one was the fact that uh, the organization that I was working for at the time, um, they were able to... Uh, subsidize some of the NBA. Um, so uh, if you're working and uh, you're considering something like that into your career, uh, definitely look to see if there's tuition reimbursement from your organization. Uh, I also had time on my hands because I was commuting from uh, the suburbs of, suburbs of Chicago to the city every day and I had an opportunity to study. I had about two hours to study so I always joke that I got my MBA while riding the train. So if you have an opportunity to do that, if you've got the time, um, there's a, there's definitely a lot of benefit to that. My MBA experience was a little different than Dan's. I got my MBA when I was almost 40 years old. Um, I had worked in education, had a master's in teaching, and decided that I wanted to change careers and get more into corporate business environment. 
So the MBA was a, a critical pathway for me to transition my career. Um, the amazing benefits of an MBA are the leadership skills that you learn, and you don't have to be in a leadership position to use those. Um, things like effective team building and, um, and how to be an effective leader, it doesn't matter where you are in an organization, those benefits stay with you. And once you get an MBA, you always have an MBA. So um, there's no better time to do it, uh, especially if tuition reimbursement pays for it. Huge shout out to John's parents for offering their personal experiences and wisdom, since, of course, neither John nor I have completed our undergraduate careers. But we do each plan to pursue an MBA degree post-graduation, and we hope that we've influenced you to do the same. And that's it for this episode of Fisher Link. Fisher Link is presented by Fisher Inc., the student-run magazine for the Fisher College of Business. I'm Grant Powelson, the Vice President of Podcasts for Fisher Link, and I'd like to thank Charlotte Geary, the President of Fisher Inc., my co-host, John Olber, and his wonderful parents for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed listening, please leave a review, check out our past episodes, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Fisher Inc. Mag for updates on future episodes. Fisher Link is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and on go.osu.edu slash Fisher Inc., where you can stay informed on all things Fisher. Thanks so much for listening and go Bucks.